Coffee Black, and this is the Fire in the Kitchen Podcast. Um, this should be an introspective series where I come and spit out my thoughts, crazy shit that's going on in my head, funny shit that happened to me during the day, and any and everything that you want to talk about, you want to hear. Um, I'm a sponge for knowledge. I'm an avid reader, I'm an avid smoker, I'm a food enthusiast, and I love feedback, so, that being said, if you hear something here that you enjoy, then uh, let me know, if you hear something you don't like, go fuck yourself, let's start the show. Coffee Black. Hey, did you download the Anchor app yet? Because if you didn't, you're missing out on probably the best part of my show. Um, my sleeper picks are super fucking dope. And with the Anchor app, you get a 30 second snippet of every song that I select for every episode. So if you don't have Anchor, you're missing out on the best experience and the best listening uh, listening experience for this show. Plus, with the Anchor app, you can start your own podcast. Get out there and say something if you feel like you have something to say. So get the fucking app, man. Don't be lazy. It's one download, and it's uh, it's in the Google Play Store. I just found out that it's in the Apple uh, Apple App Store or whatever you guys have over there but you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't have the Anchor app it's free to download it's easy to sign up you can use Facebook even so do me a favor if you, li- if you like this show and you want to experience this show the best way possible download the fucking Anchor app and get in the show getting myself set up here but uh good morning good afternoon good night let's get coffee black it's the fire in the kitchen podcast um out of a bit of a late recording recording time my start time this morning um it's been an emotional past couple of days for me um i had a death in the family should say I had a tragedy in the family. Someone who was extremely close to me. Um, my best friend. Um, my cousin. Antonio Biscuit Parra. May he rest in peace. Was. Uh, shot and fatally murdered. On. August the 28th. 2019. murdered by a bunch of cowards, some niggas who were scared of him, and it's plain to see, um, 
Real niggas will last forever. Your, your, your memory will always be tied to me. And, and your legacy was already established, my nigga, before you went home. Um, and I love you, my nigga. And uh, I can't even remember the last time I seen you in person, my G. I just know that it was about living your life as 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 as, as full as you possibly could, man. And the time you were here, you did shit that most motherfuckers would never even dream of in their lifetime. You a king, you a legend, and I'm always going to mourn you, my nigga. Uh, anyway, um, shout outs. Shout out to anybody who is listening to this across all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Stitcher Radio, um, Radio Republic, um, Overcast. Shout out to my first listeners, last listeners, off. Anybody who's really listening to this from the first day and uh, so on and so forth. I had a, um, I've had a, a very enlightening and and strengthening past couple of days. Um, I never deal well with death, or I should say, I never dealt well with death because um, I was always afraid of my own mortality. I always had this idea that I wanted to live forever. You know, there were things that I felt I needed to see that were places that I felt I needed to go. When a situation like this arises where someone comes along and they take away the life of someone who was close to you in age and close to you in and shit, everything else, you know what I'm saying? This, this man was basically my brother, you know. Maybe a year, a year or two older than me, but he helped raise me. He made me tough. I'll never forget, dog. Like it used to be deathly afraid of the movie Child's Play. You know what I'm saying? Chucky was the scariest shit in the world. And this is right around the time when the my buddy dogs had came out of shit. You know what I'm saying? And he had one. I had a dark skinned one. He had a light skinned one because he was always a little lighter than us. And uh I told him like like nigga, I ain't standing the night over your house unless you get rid of that motherfucker. And uh, Biz being being the real nigga he was, bro, we, we was super young, probably like seven, eight. He's like, man, fuck this dog. Picked that bitch up and threw it in the closet. Boom. And went kick it. Boom, boom. Like, man, you ain't got nothing to be scared of, dog. Like, like I got you. You know what I'm saying? And that was always his personality. He was always like, nah, fuck that. I got you. You my nigga. And as we grew into adolescence and shit, you know, things start to uh, progress. We live in a in a major city, a major city with a transit system and, and, and access to all type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Shit, Canada right across the lake. But my man, my man transitioned into a lifestyle that was not conducive for his health. He became a goon at a very, very, very young age. He was still the same nigga. You know what I'm saying? Nothing nothing changed about his personality. He was still the same cat. Still hard as a rock. Still cool as a cucumber. 
never let anything really shake him. While um while I was going through what I was going through in Cleveland, he was locked up. Juvenile charges and shit. Ultimately, when we left Ohio, you know what I'm saying, he was still behind bars. So as I grew grew up, you know what I'm saying, he grew up into something different. We living in two completely different cities. We got two completely different situations. You know, we being nurtured in two completely different ways. Yet I still feel this connection to him and this connection to his death. This connection to, you know, these bitch-ass niggas who decided that they was real enough to take his life. It's like I tell motherfuckers, man, these are my best friends. I would have been right there with these niggas. And if I, if I was born and I was raised in Cleveland, Ohio, who knows what I would have been? Who knows who I could have been? It's very... I'm embarrassed, and I feel bad, and I feel disgusted because through tragedy, I'm grateful. Grateful I didn't have to grow up in that environment. I'm grateful I no longer have to fear for someone coming along to take my life for the decisions that I made out here in these streets. I'm grateful that this afternoon I can go and pick my daughter up and I get to spend the rest of the weekend with her, laughing and encouraging her, making sure that she knows that her daddy ain't going nowhere. Because that man don't get to tell his kids uh, he okay. You know? Nobody wants to see their father in a casket. Nobody wants to see their son, their brother, their cousin, their loved one in a casket, man. Not not in that way. Not like this. And I always say, man, like, when you come from the streets, you understand the consequences of your actions. We know what comes with this. You know, there are two results. And they both are boxes. I just didn't want this for my man, dog. Like, I believe we all can make the transition. And I come on here and I say it all the time, yo. We don't have to be in the streets forever. We can throw all of that shit away, bro. When you take yourself out of the equation, you don't know. You really got too much worry about it. I just wish it was something I could have done, man. Like, I, I could have got him out of there. But I know that that's counterproductive to my healing. Thinking about things in that way, um, they're not going to help. They're not going to make it better. Just going to make me feel worse. So what I choose to do is um, celebrate his life. Talk about how beautiful he was. Talk about how brilliant he was. Talk about how much I appreciate the shit he showed me, the things that I learned from him. Talk about how much I appreciate he contributed to me becoming a man. 
I've lost um, a lot of cousins to gang violence, man. Lost a lot of family members to the streets of Cleveland, Ohio. You know, come on here in another episode and talked about how the streets ain't friendly, man. They don't love us. Streets don't love you, dog. They, they gonna shower you with praise after you're gone. Talk about how. How real he was. Shout that shit from the mountaintop. When you gone. But they don't celebrate you while you're here. They don't love you while you can feel it. You know, Like I said on another show man. They don't give you your flowers while you can smell them. Give me my flowers now. I wish I could have gave Biscuit's flowers while he was here. Never think about how much you. You uh. How much value a person has until they're no longer around. Now be happy if I can get through this whole show without shedding a tear, man. Because I've been crying so much for the past couple of days. And I should be celebrating the fact that my brother is going home. He ain't suffering no more, bro. No hurt, no pain, no anguish, no pressure. Shit. Hold on to your loved ones, man. Hold on to the people that you love and the people that you care about. Because you never know, man. You, you never know. Get out of the streets, bro. Find another way. Got to change the way you, uh, you move around out here. It ain't for us, man. It shit ain't for you. But it is. That's it, dog. The streets don't love you, dog. <clears throat> Straight up. They don't love you, bro. Eat you up and they spit you the fuck out. And they leave, you, leave your family behind to deal with the consequences. No, because Biz gone, man. He, he gone. He in a better place. He's, he's living better. He's doing better. He, he's shaking hands with Granny right now. He up there chilling with Day. We down here. We mourning. This world needs to become a better place, bro. It has to. shouldn't be able to take a real nigga out like that, bro. They shouldn't be able to. They they shouldn't be able to do that, man. You know what I'm saying? I ain't coming on here to say that man was no angel, but he meant a lot to a lot of people, bro. He meant a lot to a lot of motherfuckers. 
You ain't deserve that shit. You ain't deserve to go out like that, bro. You deserve to go out like that. Auntie Shorty, I'm so sorry, baby. So, so sorry. I love you to death. I know you probably have never hear this shit, but I love you. I love you so much. I'm so sorry. Love the people around you, man. Hug them, kiss them, embrace them. Cause you never fucking know. Shit could be over in an instant. It could be. It could be. They here with you today, and tomorrow, man, you make a funeral arrangements. So love because I love you. I love you because I come from a love supreme, yo. Shout out to Nikki and Phil, and shout out to the entire city of Cleveland, man. I know we 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 gotta get it together, brother. We we gotta get it together. This shit has to change. It has to stop. In about round about five years, man, I've lost two cousins to gun violence in one family. City of Cleveland has claimed a lot of my my relatives, man. And this shit ain't fair. I'm gonna get off of here before I lose uh before I lose my mind thinking about this shit. Fire in the kitchen podcast. Rest in peace, Antonio Biscuit Parr. Rest in peace, King Yale Punky Whitner. And rest in peace, Daquan Day Wright. For this episode, man, um, all my sleepers is in it. Nip gave me the inspiration to always continue to be who I am, no matter what situation I run into, no matter what um, what business partnership I gain. Stay authentic and stay yourself, and always represent where you come from. I'm a Cleveland nigga, always. So, um, it's keys to the city, Nipsey Hustle. Like I said, man, Nipsey Hustle Forever. Marathon continues. Using this as a celebration of those who I care for that have gone home. And, um, you know, man, I just had a, I had a brush with, uh, with death. It, it, it hit pretty close to home, and I, and I thought I wasn't afraid anymore, but, uh, you know, my, my fear was tested. So, um, yeah, man, 
And this is this is this is all for all my young niggas. And this is for everybody we lost this year. It's young niggas by Nipsey Hussle. So, um, no bullshit, man. Since Nipsey's death, this song has been my go-to for uh, inspiration and to pick me up. And I don't know why. Uh, I feel nothing but his soul reaching to me through this track. And that shit might sound weird as fuck to some of y'all, but I really don't care. Um... I know I talk about it all the time, but dog, when you come from the streets and you come from the hood, you know, certain messages ring off uh, realer and better than others. And I just feel like this nigga was preaching to me. He's preaching to me a lot. He had it on the side of his face, man. He was prolific. And I feel the same way about my cousin Biscuit, man. He's prolific. He spoke things into existence and made shit happen. It's Blue Laces 2, man. Nipsey Hustle. If you haven't got Victory Lap, it was the best album of last year. And uh, everything on it is still relevant. Everything on it is still slapping. Blue Laces 2. Nip.